We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Bucks won a f***ing NBA championship. Yeah! What? What? He tries to take a pulse, baby. Watching that basketball game, like, caused health problems for me. Boogie hates racism and Chris Paul. And who cannot get on board with that platform? If I've learned a lot, this, I, I'm not going to say it. That sounds too bad. That was good. Roll on. No, 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 no. The Bucks do win it all. Pat Connaughton's numbers should be in the rafters. Hey there. Welcome to the Eurostep, a Milwaukee Bucks podcast, proudly a part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network and the ever-expanding Eurostep Podcast Network. Let me put some respect on the bosses. Blue Wire also always expanding, but maybe of more localized interest, Eurostep Podcast Network also expanding to new shows, as you know, if you listened to the podcast earlier this week, introducing our new Packers pod, Talk of the Tundra, and our new quote-unquote junk drawer pod, Make Time for This. We won't get too deep into those things again, but if you're looking for more information, Listen to the last podcast on this here Eurostep feed. Rohan, you're laughing. Rohan Kadi, my wonderful co-host. What's so funny, Rohan? I thought, I thought you were going to say quote-unquote host. No, <laughs> no. Introduce Jesus. that way. No, well, I guess you just did it. That's that's Numak's wonderful introduction on this pod. Numak is known on Twitter, staple of the GSPN Discord. Follow him on Twitter. Uh, interact with him on Discord. And listen to Talk of the Tundra this season and beyond for great Green Bay Packers coverage. Numak, excited to chat with you on here today. But first off, how's it going? And are you excited? Are you nervous? Are you realizing what you've gotten yourself into yet? What's what's the mental state? Uh doing doing well. Doing fantastic. Thank you for asking. Uh yeah. Pretty much nine nine percent feeling good, feeling excited to get into the Packers season, and the the one percent of nerves is to impress the fellow listeners with my endless bounds of useless Packers knowledge. The one percent of the one percent of the one percent. <laughs> this is going to be an off. The, Rohan's too young to get a Bernie Sanders reference, but this is going to be or uh, just young enough. He's Bernie Sanders is the the Gen Z, the Gen Z guy. That's true. Let's discuss. Right, Rohan, any thoughts on talking the tundra before we move on? Also, how are gonna, you? It's going to be. I'm He's doing fine. Well. Thank, He's thank fine. you, Numa. I'm fine. <laughs> Ty knows this by now. I'm fine. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for Talk of the Tundra. I'm glad we have like expanded into all of major Wisconsin sports now. Like we've got football, we've got baseball, we've got basketball. It's great times. Make sure you subscribe to Cruising for Bruising Baseball, and now make sure you subscribe to Talk of the Tundra for Packers. And also, 
uh, make time for this for just any any random stuff. Plus, caption and celluloid's gonna yeah. be there. You guys yeah. know what that is? It's a good flag. Um, pop culture movie, not pop culture, movies and television podcasts with GSPN Zone, Adam McGee, and Andrew Snyder. Also, of course, host of Cruising for a Bruising. Uh, we may have gone overboard on plugs, but gspn.info, <laughs> find everything find everything you're looking for. It's it's in the name. You want information about the Eurostep Podcast Network? Exactly. gspn.info. That's right. You'll find everything you need there. It's all there for you. So let's let's talk about well, not really bucks, a little bucks, but I, I, as the pot, as the title of this pod is, fine, we'll talk about Kevin Durant. Outside of Rohan saying He's gonna come for the Bucks. He's gonna uh, he's gonna get bought out and waved and stretched and signed with the Bucks. No, that was Dane. That was Dane. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. That's right. I don't mean to put words in your mouth there and, <laughs> and ruin your reputation as a front office guru or anything. But Kevin Durant saga. Coming through Bobby Marks. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I think Danny Ainge just said that before, and it worked out pretty well. Um, but the Kevin Durant saga has obviously weighed over the entire NBA offseason. Hasn't affected the Milwaukee Bucks too much. Maybe Jordan Wara, TBD, but um, really has not gotten gotten in the Bucks way, right? Like they made all their moves. Their roster stands at 14 plus Wara plus two ways. So, you know, we really haven't had to dive into the whole situation too much. Also, there are literally hundreds of people doing this obsessively. But I think now that we do have some resolution and in a couple days or a day, maybe just before that, uh, Shams Sharania reported the Bucks made a call. So we'll get into how we feel about that, I guess, what we think that actually means. But Kevin Durant, the resolution, honestly, kind of a baller move, tweeted out in a graphic from at Brooklyn Nets. This is how we got this news. The following statement has been released by general manager Sean Marks. Still got my job. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, Steve Nash and I, together with Joe Sai and Clara Wusai, met with Kevin Durant and Rich Kleiman in Los Angeles yesterday. We have agreed to move forward with our partnership. We are focusing on basketball with one collective goal in mind, build a lasting franchise to bring a championship to Brooklyn. And then it's got the Nets logo and the boardroom Kevin Durant's media company logo at the bottom. So after all of what happened, and to be quite honest, this is part of why we weren't diving in every week with fervor because it was all just rumors. None of it really meant all that much until something happened. And lo and behold, nothing is really happening which is just a beautiful indictment, I think, on how NBA news cycles work sometimes. But Katie's going to be a net. So I'll start with you, Rohan. What were your first thoughts when this news came across the Twitter feed? It didn't really shock me, honestly, because I thought the Kevin Durant trade died the moment that DeAndre Ayton signed an offer sheet from Indiana. Um, because his clear destination that he wanted to go to was Phoenix. I think that was reported from the beginning. Uh, just, it made sense. They're a great team. You would, you would make them an absolute juggernaut of a team. Uh, and they had an asset that they would be willing to do like a, a sign trade with, like you can make the things work in DeAndre Ayton. But once DeAndre Ayton signed that offer sheet with Indiana, that precluded him from being involved in any sort of Kevin Durant trade and effectively killed off the market. So it did not shock me at all because it, I, We've seen this sort of play out before. I know it was mentioned in 2007 with Kobe Bryant, that debacle uh, where he requested to be traded uh, from the Lakers and they ended up just moving forward and history is history. Uh, but it, it did not shock me. I like Once the Suns were out, I knew the KD trade was not really going to happen. 
Numak, what were your, your your KD thoughts before? I have a whole diatribe on the whole right. KD trade thing. But what, what was your thoughts when the news – quote, unquote, news? Again, right. it's like, is any of this really news? It's just all no. people saying things. There's no actual right. transaction or something that's officially happened. It's just like right. KD making up his mind, which doesn't seem to mean all that much in the long term. But Numak, what was your, your thought on this? Uh, first and foremost, let's give a big round of applause to DeAndre Aiden for – Making sure that Kevin Durant doesn't become a Phoenix Sun, because that would have been probably pretty catastrophic for the Bucks title chances going forward. Uh I thought the statement was loser energy, to be honest. Moving forward with our partnership might be the worst way to ever describe, yeah, we're a team again, for sure, for this year, ever. Like, I think there's a little more connectedness and interpersonal happenings on a team than a partnership or a contract. Well, I think like, they mean with just KD in the Nets is what that means, I think. Right. Yeah, but like, it's, it still sounds just it's, so... Yeah, we're moving forward with our leaving. partnership. Well, I, go ahead. Keep going. Then I'll Yeah, so, on. like, I just... I They they should have maybe thought about that a little more. Yeah, but similar to what Rohan said, once Andre Aiden signed the offer sheet, I was pretty certain he wasn't going to get traded. I would have saw him similar to, like, what Ben Simmons did before he got traded just because nobody had the assets you couldn't trade bam for uh cba rules and boston wasn't going to blow it up to get them because then it just makes them worse not makes them a little better than they were for the finals team but not so much better that they might not lose uh in like these playoffs so that's my take I mean, KD did just get swept, although I, I don't know how many people would blame him for it by the, the Boston Celtics. My thing, exactly. My, my thing with the whole situation, I think the statement, just the fact that they got there means even if they botched it a little bit, it's not loser energy to me. Because I think if they got him back by firing um, Sean Marks and Steve Nash, and look, you could say they should fire Steve Nash. Maybe they should. They kind of can't now after all this. Steve Nash is probably like, great. I have to keep coaching. I know. Steve Nash is like, oh. I just want to go play soccer. Everybody (laughs) tells me you get hired, you coach two bad years, you get fired, you cash those checks, you watch soccer in person. He's just no, waiting your former for it to player, happen. You're a former player coaching the Nets. He's, he was getting ready to come to Milwaukee. He had that TNT contract inked for like 10 games a year, and he's furious right now. Um, <laughs> but I think if, if you get KD back by doing that, I think no matter what you say, that's loser energy. I think the Nets more or less won in terms of – and there was just this whole idea that really frustrated me that was like, well, they have to trade him now because he said so. Right. Who cares if he has four years – the best, if the best offer is Mikhail Bridges and Frank, and Frank Kaminsky's gone, Dario Saric yeah. and two picks, they've got to take it. No, they don't. No. Kevin yeah. Durant was never, ever going to get traded for peanuts. And I think it's crazy that there was this idea that, oh, the Nets have no leverage. They, they don't have to do it. It's not like there's like some CBA rule that's like, oh, player demanded a trade. You got to trade right. him now to one of his markets. I didn't think it was dead when Aiden signed the offer sheet. I thought Phoenix was out. I thought there was a chance Toronto goes all in or Boston goes all in. Because it is Kevin Durant. But I, I kind of just thought, eh, maybe it happens, maybe it doesn't. It, it could go either way at that point. Um, I didn't think Miami as much just because I don't think Miami has the stuff, to be quite honest with you. Unless they're like, we'll trade you Jimmy and and one of the other – and a lot of the young players. But if you're Miami, then why are you really even doing that? Right. So – I mean, I, I just, I, I just didn't think all that much about it in general because, again, it's just like so much 
noise for not much actually happening. But it was just crazy to me that people assumed, oh, the Nets lost their leverage. Now they – the fact that Joe Sy said they're not going to continue kowtowing to Kevin Durant like just a franchise with zero willpower, which they've done for the last two years, three years, means that they have no leverage and they have to take one first-round pick and OG Ananobi and Gary Trent. Like of course they're not going to do that. It's Kevin Durant. I'd rather not make a trade and make him sit out than take back that kind of a package. So – I'm not surprised it's not happening. It's just so hard to trade for a guy like that. I also thought maybe New Orleans. I think New Orleans, with a lot of their picks, whether they include Brandon Ingram or not, they could get their salary, young players. I wouldn't have been shocked if a team traded for him, but I always knew it wasn't going to be like, you know, it's August. It's months before the season. There's no reason for them to be like, yeah, Jalen Brown, Derek White, and one pick. Like, I just wouldn't want to do that. Exactly. And to to reiterate, I don't mean loser as in like – Loser as in winners. Losers as in lame. They couldn't have sounded more like. That's fair. Just, you, couldn't, you can't say like we're committed to this partnership yeah. or something. We're just we're moving forward. Us, yeah. the, the last sentence I think is even worse. Yeah. What was the last sentence again? The one, one collective goal in mind: build a lasting franchise to bring a championship. Oh, you're automatically a lasting, a lasting franchise. franchise. You're in the NBA. What do you think this is? The AB, you're not going to fold <laughs> a lasting franchise. It doesn't make any sense. You're right. This is worded terribly. I didn't read it that no. closely. Yeah, I saw Shams just, tweet first and pretend he reported it. So then I just saw, oh, the Nets actually did this. Yeah. But it's the, just, the best part about the statement, though, is the boardroom logo, right? So good. Yeah. It's like, just it's so, so you know, good. we're not lying. We put his PNG down there. So it's legit. Yeah. yeah. And it, they had to say Kevin Durant and Rich Kleiman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh, you know, the agent always gets in the comms now. That's the Absolutely. new. That's the new way. He's not even like an agent anymore. He's just he's like a oh, yeah. like a, a mogul. Who is Kevin Durant's agent? Do I think it's know? technically Rich Clark. Oh, is it still? Yeah, but he is. He's, he's, <laughs> he's not he's even more his agent. than an agent. No, I, I know. I get what you're saying. That is funny though. Yeah, it's like imagine the Bucks put out a statement with the GSPN logo on it. Oh, it'd be so heat. Would that be if Javon Carter is committed to the franchise? That's right. Yeah. Javon Carter, buy us. Yeah. I'm down. We will literally <laughs> – you know how the – if you ever listen to PFF, I feel like they always bring up Chris Collinsworth in a positive light somehow. We will do that for you, Javon. Every yep. pod. We kind of already right. do that. Yeah, we wouldn't have right. to change that much. You know Freak who would really have covered that, that, uh, that curl route better than Eric Stokes? Football Javon <laughs> Carter. <laughs> Which might just be Eric Stokes. Yeah, hopefully. Ooh. Um, a solid comp right there, actually. Yeah, talk of the tundra. Get ready, baby. The Brooklyn Nets, then. Uh, I don't want to dive too deep. I think Rohan will probably do previews for the NBA or at least the major teams at some point later in the offseason. But, you know, for, when I look at this team, I see a huge gap between the floor and the ceiling. Like, I do think... They, I think it's wise to consider them contenders because they have Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. And despite your thoughts on those guys, like if they're playing and healthy and it doesn't seem like there's a mandate anymore, they can be really good. And I think they may not They may not be. Kyrie, look, Kyrie has not played for different reasons other than the mandate, to be clear. It's, it's fair. It's fair. But I, I'm saying the upside. The upside. Like there's an easy universe where they're a very feared team who I think can give almost any team a run for their money. And there's, Ben Simmons might play. There's a lot of ifs in Hot that. Take. In Hot Ky- take. Kyrie Irving, ben, oh, I'm not in the Kyrie Irving, Ben Simmons, Kevin Durant, Joe Harris, and Tristan Thompson. He's not there yet. Let's not. Let's ben not bring Simmons Tristan is, Thompson. Ben Simmons is definitely coming back from the 
uh, gas station of cigarettes. I'm not listing their players. I'm listing their players with serious health concerns. That's and obviously there's the off like maybe those guys want to leave again thing, which who knows how settled that is. But they just have this really just like really volatile in terms of playing status roster that I think is it feels impossible to me that they actually have an overall great season and make a championship run. But the upside is there if a lot of things go right. I also they need a big guy. Nick they Claxton's do not, not going to do Claxton. it. Nick Claxton and Ben Simmons, like it's literally like what if Ben Simmons was worse but actually played? That's Nick Claxton, in my opinion. Yeah. I know it's it, obviously much better offensively, <laughs> but defensively that's kind of it. And I feel like th- people love Nick Claxton's switchability so much they overlook the fact that. He's not a paint defender, and they don't have one, and I think they need one. And I keep seeing, oh, Katie will play center. Ben Simmons will play center. Nick Claxton will play center. The Bucks had some defensive issues with Giannis playing center. Like, it's it's hard to get it's through hard. without any real centers. So I think they have a lot of good perimeter defenders. I do think they're going to be without a big. And if Tristan Thompson's the answer, I don't know what question you're really Small asking. Small ball extraordinaire, according <laughs> to – I forget who that, I was uh, that. I think it was a national guy. I think it was. I don't remember who now. I think it might have been SVG, you know. It was because I remember you cussing out SVG for that reason. Correct yeah. me if I'm wrong, but I feel like that Jared Allen part aspect of the trade for that was when James Harden got traded yeah. to the Nets, right? Yeah, yeah, the Jared Allen part of that trade has actually bitten them and pretty badly. It's massively back. He was literally yeah. an all star. Yeah, like if they have Jared Allen, they're a significant contender. Yeah, as opposed to a fringe contender. And that's another example of just like, you know, maybe just don't do everything Kevin Durant says. Maybe fight him sometimes. Although yeah. we all know the ceiling of that team could have still been pretty crazy. But Jared Allen would yeah. be perfect for this this Nets team. But Rohan, what do you think about the current the Nets as constructed right now? I think they're a very they have top end talent is obviously there. There's no denying that. So obviously, like you said, Ty, that makes them like somewhat formidable come playoff time. Like you have at worst a top five guy on the planet. That's that's something you need to worry about. Like Kevin Durant still is that guy. <laughs> like uh, even though he's 34 now, I believe. Like he's still that dude. He can still he was can he still that dude that last guy. playoffs? Does a top five guy? I guess Jokic got swept too, so maybe they do get swept sometimes. It, it's I, a team I, name. I, I, I think it's that's Apple Norges. I think both, Jokic, I mean Jokic also Jokic, won around. Jokic and Durant being. Both being swept is not their own fault. Like Jokic had Still not a lot around him. He had not, he had not a lot around him. Like Jamal Murray that. being out and but like Kevin Durant. Like, again, if I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure Kyrie played last last playoffs. Did he not? Yeah, yeah, he did. yeah. He hadn't so, played most of the well. year, but he very, did play. Very not but well, he did though. right. So I think it's apples more just to. Patty Mills shot like 55 percent in those playoffs. I'm just saying, right. win a game. Right. Exactly. How much is around Luca? A hundred ten million dollar man, but he's KD, gone now. KD was and a tampering charge. At, he was already going to be at uh, Mike James's uh, playoff games. My God, Mike James! Got out. But I know it's a, it's, it's a facetious argument, a facetious thing. I said, I go ahead. But to answer your question, like there's still potentially going to be a dangerous team. Uh, you ha- you have to account for it. It doesn't mean it's going to happen, but you have to account for it. Like they have the ceiling of a top three team in the East. Yeah, I think pretty easily. Top three? Yeah. yeah. I think they could be on par or better than the Sixers. Yeah. I mean, I think they could be better than the Celtics in, in the right scenario. 
The Celtics are not a team who's going to punish you down low repeatedly, right? Like, that's not really their MO. I think the Nets, if they have all these switchable defenders, could make life really hard. I mean, we saw how hard life was for the Celtics offensively at times in the playoffs. I think the Nets could absolutely do that with Claxton and Joe Harris is okay. If Joe Harris plays, it's kind of something no one talks about. Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. And and Ben Simmons, exactly. Ben Simmons as your, your, your head of the snake. And um, TJ Warren, if half the roster, oh my goes, god, if half the Nets roster plays, they could be good. It's it's. <laughs> I just think between the health and the, they have no culture and haven't since they got Katie and Kyrie. Steve I, Nash's TikToks aren't doing it for you. He gets so much unnecessary heat for just being a good dad and husband or whatever. I didn't. I didn't say it's a bad thing. I'm saying they should embrace that. But people do. People use it to yes, denigrate him. It's bad. But. Um, Work-life balance, people. Learn. Yeah, I, I, I admire Steve Nash for how he, he conducts his life. I think what? I might be a bigger fan of Steve Nash now than I was before. I just don't want him coaching my basketball team, but I enjoy the man as a person. Um, there's just I just can't see it going right. And maybe they make a trade. Maybe they're just so good. But I, I do think what's going to be annoying about them is they scream. And again, it didn't work out at all for them last year. But they scream to be a team that's like, oh, they're so dangerous and they're finishing seventh or sixth. So an actual good team has to play them in the first round, which is annoying. Again, it didn't really matter to Boston at all. But that's how I feel like their season's going to go. Guys miss time, whatever else happens. Maybe Kyrie leaves for a month, goes to North Dakota or whatever he does. But they, I don't think they're going to finish with a top record. But I do agree that, you know, you don't really want to play them, even if it went really poorly for them doing this last season. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's like they're they're a team you don't want to face. Like you don't you don't want to face Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Yep. The, the Bucks might. Yeah, they might. But Maybe, the Bucks yeah. are sickos. Yeah. Well, and I do. <laughs> but think, in, the, in the best way possible. Let me be clear. I mean, what better way to rub the foot on the line thing in, in their face if the Bucks just like totally cream the Nets in the playoffs? That's what the Celtics just did last Into year. Into my veins. Yeah. Like the Celtics lost to the Nets two seasons ago. That's a good point. Yeah. That is right. They, they, came back the obl- next they got obliterated by the Nets two years. It's ago. it's like it's like what the Bucks did to the Heat yeah. two, two seasons ago. Yeah. It's like yeah. they lose to them in the bubble and then they come back, sweep them. That's what the Celtics did to the Nets. Yep. So I, I think you're right. The Bucks would love love to face them again. Except for the the problem is like the Bucks already beat them the first time. So I don't like that trend that we're setting up. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair that's a fair point uh let's talk about your favorite topic rohan kevin durant on the bucks almost happened no not really but reportedly here's exactly what was written by shams this was reported by him the philadelphia 76ers expressed recent interest in durant while the milwaukee bucks and denver nuggets also inquired with the nets in late june and early july to gauge the price tag according to sources We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shea Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondering. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shea Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. I what love you, it. What do you think I would have been it. the right price for the Bucks to say yes? For the Bucks to say yes? Yeah, I, obviously the Nets are going to say no to everything. I think that's we should apply that and uh, imply that going in. Yeah, I think it, it would have it'd be Chris. Uh, you can trade, I think, one pick now. Yeah, uh, like twenty nine. I think is now. Yeah, I think it's twenty nine. I think it's twenty nine. Uh, Marjan. Yep. Um, Grayson. Is that too much salary then? No. Like probably. No, really? Was Kevin on 40, 45? Yeah. Around oh. And this is just to make salaries, right? I think you have to include Chris, George Hill, and Grayson alongside Marjan, uh, plus whatever pick you can trade. Yeah. All plus, the seconds. They have a few second yeah, rounders. All the seconds. Too. That's basically what the Bucks could do. Yeah. It's cl- well, here's the scenario I've seen, I've seen passed around as a question Would you do Chris Andrew? If they no, wanted to remain not. competitive. Absolutely. Absolutely not. Devil's no, advocate. No Devil's advocate. Giannis and Katie together. I, I I don't know if they're better, but there's a chance they are better. They're I definitely, don't think they no, are. There definitely is a chance that they are better because you are pairing two of the greatest forwards in the history of basketball on the same team. Yeah. Uh, and all so of the... That, that all, is obviously very, very appealing. They, they changed their identity as a team. Exactly. On, a, on a dime, they're that's a defense first no team in the it. playoffs, and I it. don't. And that's why I don't think they're they're better with them is because by the time they're actually in their groove of how they'll want to operate as a team, both offensively and defensively, Kevin Durant's going to be thirty five, thirty six rather than thirty four. And that's still added, okay. He's yeah. had an injury injury history with his legs. I'm not too keen on the next three, like year three, like. Three years from now, I don't think it's going to be. Graceful. I think Giannis, Giannis, KD, and Drew win the next three titles. Yeah, I I love Chris but, as much as I love Chris. I do the Chris and everything trade. I think. Yeah. If for no other reason, Chris is having as many injury issues as KD over the last year or two, and that's yeah. I think what factors into it the most for me. And I th- like this is a very pro Chris Middleton podcast to be hundred percent right. 
Hydration. Uh, he, as soon as he can, his jersey's going up in Pfizer. As soon as he can. Right uh, under 2-4 here. Yep. <laughs> Ty's background. Uh, yep. For the, those of you not watching on YouTube, which you can Should subscribe be. to, by the way, Eurostep yeah. Podcast Network on YouTube. Uh, Chris, I love you to death, man. But if it's KD, you're, you're out of here. I'll, I'll drive you to the airport, man. I just, yeah. I, I mean, I think being able, and he, KD right now is, is healthy, to be clear. There's no, I yeah. mean, you, just, you never know his age and his, his past. We just but, saw him play 40 minutes a game plus in the playoffs. Yeah. But I think being able to, what he has not been able to do in years, when he is active, the Bucks are like, yeah, you're play, you're going to play 31 minutes today. You're going to play, we don't need you to play that much, right? If you still have right. Drew and Giannis and Brooke, et cetera, like you're fine. And the role they could Serge give Baca. him, Serge Baca, <laughs> Thanasis, the role they could give him until the playoffs would be so good for him, I think, for this stretch run of his career. And maybe, yeah. maybe even if they did have to give up Chris and Drew, I don't think I'd do that because that's what the Nets did, right? And the Nets didn't have Giannis to add him to, but you're really tearing down your culture. And I just don't know if that actually works out for you. But I think if it's just Chris, you know, I think you patch it over with Giannis. Who knows if Giannis is even upset, man? Giannis loves KD. Everyone loves KD. Giannis loves yeah. Chris, but Giannis, I'm sure Giannis loves KD. Giannis loves winning championships too, I think. So, you know, as much as it would hurt and it would be a somewhat of a bittersweet day, I'm doing – we love Marjan, a very pro-Marjan podcast. Very, everyone knows my, my thoughts on Marjan. We love Marjan. We are driving Marjan to Mitchell International if it's Marjan I'll drive him Chris, to O'Hare Grayson. if he wants to get a cheaper rate. I'll drive him to Barclays for yeah, I'll free. I, I have a Toyota. I can – I got it, man. It's not that bad for me. Um, I, yeah, it's I, I, I don't know if I'd do it. For the sole purpose of to bring in another GSPN pod of bruising for a bruising and messing up the the culture in the locker room. Like yeah. we we saw what the Josh Hader did to that clubhouse. And I think trading Chris Middleton would have the same the same Here's the uh, thing. impact. They're not trading Chris Middleton for CJ McCollum, who is right. the Taylor Rogers of this scenario. But they're trading are... him for if they traded Josh Hader for Juan Soto. I think they'd be okay. No, it's, I think no, the equivalent so would be like you're tr- you're trading Josh Hader for Prime CC Sabathia. That so works with me too. You're trading Chris Middleton for what is effectively Trevor Rosenthal of vibes. No, no, but you can't say that and ignore the player. I guess we we always say that Chris Middleton does KD things. I'm, what yeah. if we just had KD? Yeah. I'm, I, I, I don't so, think we need to overthink this. KD no. is A-Rod. much better A-Rod? player. Than Nobody likes A Rod, right? Trade for A- Prime A Rod? Sure, I'll buy the jersey, dude. I'll defend him online. <laughs> I don't care. All star PDs. Like, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it on the pod. Like, bro, I will on. make so many burners to reply to KD's sweet thing. Like, <laughs> like there's there's a level. I get what yeah. you're. I do understand your point, Dumak, and it would kill. Him. I want to see Chris and Giannis play together for the rest of Chris's career. Him retire a buck. I think that would be awesome. There's just a certain level you get to where it's like, all right, if we can add three rings in the next five years, right. I think we kind of have to. And to, maybe they to do get, that anyway, but with KD, right. uh, you're just the chances in a are much place. higher. Yeah. To, to give context, I've always been team like keep the core. Yeah, yeah. Like I, like we, I was. We are too. There's before Drew, like before the Drew trade, like the the season before Eric Bretzlow really sucked. I was like team keep Bretzlow because they're just like. I liked him as a person, and I have a very tough time yeah. separating the person from the player. Which, which is why you Bledsoe, never want Aaron Rodgers to retire, because everyone just loves him so much. 
Oh, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> he could retire. Oh, we'll leave that for Thomas. Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, Thomas Hunter can hear my my uh, <laughs> my my Aaron Rodgers takes. Ayahuasca pod coming next off season. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but just to be clear, also one thing we didn't talk about: Drew Holiday does not get it done. It has to be Chris. You you're not trading Drew. You're saying. No, no, no. no. I'm like saying the Nets wouldn't do Drew Holiday. I, they wouldn't like, do either. No, no, no. No, but I'm no, saying, no, 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 no. Like, if we're saying you would do Chris Middleton and everything package, I don't think a Drew Holiday and everything package would right. even come close. No. I think I think a Chris Middleton plus everything package like doesn't scratch the surface for the Nets, but that's the best the Bucks can do. The Drew Holiday plus everything package is worth that's it. That's an interesting... Really? I think so. I think so. I think I Drew think has more value around the league than Chris. I don't think he's valuable enough on I don't, offense. I don't think so. To, uh, it's, it's probably team dependent. Well, yeah. Like his defense is obviously what should be every year all NBA level, but he clearly has some shortcomings in the playoffs when it when it comes to his offense. Chris is a bona fide scorer. That's more valuable. Yep. Offense always matters. He's, more he's, a, 20, he, he's a twenty he, point per game guy. Is he that much more consistent offensively than Drew? Yes, but he's healthy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Pulling up Hi. playoff stats. Hi. The, no, all we need to pull up is the circle of Chris. The, the, the That's cycle. the whole point of the consistency issue. The fact that there's I a know, circle Drew Holiday, so we can Drew justify half of his games. The playoffs is worse. It's worse. Time. I know, but his defense is like a billion times better, and he's a better distributor. I know, distributor. but offense has more value than defense in the league. There's more to offense than scoring. Drew okay. can dribble. Yeah, Drew can. I mean, Chris can also pass. Chris is one of the best passers on the team. He's been a... Plus five assist guy for like the last three years. Yeah, I know, but I, I think Drew is a better ball handler. So, do you shooter. think? So you think Drew has more value around the league than Chris? I think, especially given injuries, yeah. I strongly disagree. Drew averaged seventeen and eight point seven assists in the playoffs last in the title. What are the shooting splits? Uh, forty and thirty compared to Chris forty three point eight and thirty four point three. So better. Yeah, of course. I'm not I didn't argue they're not better. <laughs> Chris is inconsistent offensively. I think in a vacuum I'd rather have Drew. I think Chris works on this team. Are we gonna act like his defense was better than bad, Chris, the last year or so? No, I'm not gonna argue with you there. I just think he's such a difficult player to work into most teams. Chris? Chris? Yes. What? A shooter? As a as a top top two three star, obviously you could put him on the Warriors and you'd be fine. No, I think you could put Chris on any team and he'd you score could put Chris twenty again. Any team and he'd fit in. Yeah, he would fit in if you have ball handlers. Why are well, you so shocked? I'm, I, I don't know how to process it. I think it's more shocking that you don't think Chris could like fit in on any team and still score twenty a game. Like, I think he probably could. could. In half the games, he's going to score 26. In half the games, he's going to – that's just Chris. I just think – I think he's a polarizing player. I, I, I would not be surprised facts. if half the league was low on him. I think Drew is more consensus Drew, Drew is younger. He's more durable. Like yeah. he's, he's shown he's more durable. He plays better defense. I think Chris – like I, you just have to look at it this way. Like the coaches voted Chris an all-star, not Drew. That's a good point. The Eastern Conference coaches, but still. Yeah. Like if they There's also they, a they, positional they, thing there, no? I, or did they, it not they matter? Basically, they let the I don't think it mattered. Yeah. yeah, I don't think it mattered. So 
you could say it like the, the coaches they pick and did we not agree in real time that was the bad call on this very we podcast did. we did okay. we did indeed but my, my thing is this chris i fit fit on the teams is wrong but i think it's actually it's kind of funny it's almost like what the bucks ask of him to do is is a little too much sometimes of just being that that extra offensive hub on a team with more ball dominant players, he would look better. On a team with less ball dominant players, he would look worse. Agreed. He's the second most ball dominant guy on the bus. And that's why their half court offense has difficulty yeah. every playoffs, despite Giannis being Giannis. Fair enough. I agree. I think Chris is great. Uh, to yep. be clear, love Chris, would hate to trade yeah, him. Yeah, we love both of them. We love both of them. We're trying of them. to say which one's better. More valuable than better. I think yeah. Drew is better. Personally, at this point, it's so it's think, so hard because it, it's it's so it's yeah, so it's very varies. Close too. The problem is, is it varies so much. It depends on who you're going against. Like Drew, being able to lock down like the number one guy on most teams and yeah. be able to defend across positions is critical in the playoffs. Like it's very very important. But it's obviously more important in like uh, a Phoenix series in the finals when he can aptly guard. Devin Booker and Chris Paul without hesitation, but yeah, and who did, and who did Drew need to lock down this playoffs? Marcus Smart, like it's, it's team dependent, it, right? And that's where it's opponent dependent. That's where, probably, that's where the, probably should have used Devon Jason Tatum more. Yeah, but George Hill <laughs> had to be out there. That's where the rub is. Is that like in the um in the Nets series, Chris was a lot more valuable given his scoring, and like they they needed to get scoring from somewhere because Drew was so bad on offense, and so. It's just it. It really just kind of depends on the matchup, and that's why it's so close to decide who is more valuable. Yeah. It it is very close. I I think we can all say that. Yeah, it's it's very very close. Yeah, and I I, just, I agree. I just think yeah. Drew's offense is not as good. I also think we gloss over like Chris scores thirteen against in against Brooklyn game one and seventeen game two and nineteen game three, and then of course there's thirty eight in game six. Like there's just these swings that to me, despite. Like Chris's best offensive performances, it's like Paul George stuff. We've talked about this, but there's just such this swing that to me, I think Drew is more Drew's defense is more consistent than Chris's offense, and that makes a big difference to me. I also He's think like, if, if Drew wasn't asked to do as much defensively, maybe we'd see slightly more efficiency on the other end. And Chris has been able to prioritize offense because Drew is there. They kind of coexist in some ways. Yeah, he gives me vibes of like Clay Thompson. Like now, yeah. like Clay is probably going to score 15 a game, should 10, 15 a game after like post injury, but he might just go for 45 and that's just, you'll have to live with it. And that's kind of like what Chris is, has been the past four years. Yeah. Chris is, I think I kind of always been a better ball handler or distributor than Clay, which is not saying no. a ton, but right. I'm not making a direct comparison. It's no, just yeah, like no. vibes of like, if you don't pay attention to Chris and Clay, they're going to kill you. Yeah, like Chris has to be more for the Bucks, which is why it's so complicated. Yep. Which is why I wanted John Wall. That's right. I think but Chris and like the Hornets would be a lot of fun. Ooh, Chris with Lamelo, something like that. So yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> Can you imagine? Uh, instead of Miles Bridges on the through the legs off the backboard oop, it's Chris Middleton. I don't think that's where Chris would be on the court during that play. I think they have a Plumley or something to do that. Oh, now I want to see Mason Plumley do that. 
It's like, remember, <laughs> if you guys see the clip where Tyler Hero tries to throw a lob to Udonis Haslam, and no. he just like catches a no. ball and falls Oh, that's, that's the big, that's the big, big man news we should talk about. He's coming oh, back, yeah. 20 seasons. Yeah, right. congrats to him. Get to I'm sure Nikaias like is thrilled. Yeah. <laughs> I saw. Probably one game. I think he's on a one game a year plan now. Pretty yeah. sure Nikaias tweeted uh, an ellipsis, <laughs> <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. But, but yeah. I think at the crux of this all, I think we would take KD on the Bucks, But not for both. Not for both. And Numak would say no, unless it's Grayson. Because scale it up Grayson, Brooke. Or no, maybe no Brooke, too. Grayson, Hill. I Bobby. wouldn't trade for him, which is why I'm not I'm not a John Horst. I just... Yeah, you just wouldn't do I'd it. I'd be an awful uh, GM across any sport, because I'd be too scared to hurt feeling. You'd be Danny Ainge. That's right. Late stage You're- Celtics Danny Ainge. Almost making trades. I mean, he's doing it right now with Utah. Like, yeah, how have they it, not yeah. traded Donovan Mitchell? Yet? You know what honestly makes me sick? He was Danny right Ainge? every time not to do it. Yeah, that's the worst part. Well, they I didn't hate win it. a title. Yeah, but you think they're winning one with Anthony Davis leaving after a year? Kawhi? Yeah, maybe Kawhi. Raptors traded for him won a title. I mean... Yeah, but the Celtics weren't as good then as the Raptors were. Let's also think. not act like the Raptors title wasn't a brief gust of wind in the in this oh, arena. Oh, we got a whole new person for Raptors Twitter <laughs> to find now. That new mock is known. We got to get those followers. We've had, we had a three three pod saga now with Raptors. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. I, your, I, think, I think they might be off of us now. I think they have other issues. Bring me your That's poutine right. uh, recipes and your kindness, please, and thank you. But not yeah. Tim Hortons coffee because I heard it's not good anymore. That's right. Yeah. Sad. Shout out to Tim Hortons. No free ads. Apparently your country, not. Your country is beautiful. Yeah. It's a nice country. We all kind of want to live there, given Wave's hands here. But, <laughs> you know, we're not. Yeah. Given, so. you know, the general everything. Yeah. Any other Kevin Durant thoughts? I'm so happy it's done. I feel like a Chris hater now. I don't. I don't, I mean, I don't feel like a hater of either one of them. It's just like... No, Chris, I think Chris they're Chen. both great. They I have love them both a lot. I think the Bucks Big Three is one of the, like the most complicated ecosystems of three star players you could find, but it works. They all you're going to say it's more complicated than KD, James Harden, and Kyrie. Yes, theirs was very <laughs> simple. Like, like in we're basketball, do, we're yeah, dudes in, put, in, in basketball, yeah. we're in dudes basketball, put ball and hoop. Okay, in That's basketball, it. I'll agree. Yeah, I'm yeah. talking about. I'm talking on court. I'm talking on. Okay. Off okay. court, it's they're like, all it's just like, like those memes where Steve Nash's uh, like whiteboard is just like <laughs> Steve's secret place. Yeah. Do you know the origin? The origin of that meme? Yeah, it's Space Jam. Right? No, no, no. Well, no. Well, the, well, the OG close. was Scott's secret plays. Scott Brooks when he coached the Thunder, and it was just like Kevin James oh. Russell, <laughs> and they basically got to do the same thing uh, with uh, with Steve's secret plays. I've seen those. Yeah, that's funny. But no, the Bucks. Bucks big three is like it's the only real big three now in the league, but Yeah, it's a good God, is the Nets the second? Maybe the Clippers yeah. with somebody? You Just could argue the first two guys? You could argue that uh Jason, Jalen, and Mart is no. if you want it. No. 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 You could Not argue it. You shouldn't. No. You shouldn't. You're gonna lose Listen, the argument. Probably, but He's a defensive player of the year, whether he deserved it or not. It's, a, it's the most fraud defensive player of the year. They, they do not have a top two big three in the East, and they may not have a top four big three in the East. 
best uh best big three in the NBA now is Bucks. Rudy, Rudy, Rudy Gobert. <laughs> Not a bad one. Not yeah. a good one. That's, That's a, a big four. One. In the East, Bucks. Who's four? D'Lo? Yeah. Okay. Oh, we're putting Marcus Smart in a big three. We could put D'Lo yeah, in a fair. big four, for God's sake. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Bucks, <laughs> Sixers with Harden and Bede Maxi. Solid. Tobias Harris is a big four. It's pretty solid, too. The Nets. I mean, we don't know what Ben Simmons is. Theoretically, could be good again. And Katie and Kyrie. The Heat. We, we forgot about the Hawks. No, we didn't. <laughs> no. Okay, didn't. fair enough. Yeah, no. Make the playoffs. <laughs> we didn't forget about the Hawks. The Heat, maybe? I don't know who, what the three, three players are. But. Is it Oladipo? I'm not counting. No, I, I think it's one of Lowry and uh, Harrow. Oh, I forgot he Hero, And then Jimmy and Bam. I think, yeah, Low- it's not Lowry anymore. Yeah, I think it's healthy. Maybe Tyler, Hero. I don't know. It's not great. It kind of falls apart. That's a, think- it's, a big, it's a big two. It's a good big two. Yeah, it's a pretty good big two. But the Bucks are the best big three in the league. Best big four? The Clippers have some things to say, but I got to see them actually play all together. Who's the third? Yeah, that's the. I mean, their big two is. They probably have the best big two. Nick Batum, yeah. obviously. <laughs> I sneakily think the Lakers are in big two combos, but nothing else. Yeah. If they actually Ant- play. I have to see Anthony Davis touch a basketball before I do anything with his yeah. name. I they, think they're they, a good big two, though. Clippers I, are a big, good big two. Bucks are the best big three. Yeah. Probably the best big four. Who's four? Brooke? Yeah, probably. No, Marjan. Marjan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Pat. Bud. They have the best big team. Whole team. Yes. This big org. We have the biggest org. <laughs> and with that. The org is huge. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm out of thoughts. I'm out of thoughts on that. Um, but yeah, KD, stay in a Brooklyn net. For now. For, For now. now. Who knows? Do you think we repeat the Source saga next season? Uh, I, I think, sure we, I think we repeat this saga in January, my guy. Like, you know, DeAndre Ayton becomes trade eligible in a few months. The, all, uh, all I'm saying. That's the, true. The respite that is going to be the two months between election ending and KD asking out in January <laughs> is going to be oh a blissful, a blissful time. <laughs> no December, December, January basketball, baby. I will yeah. just say, like, if it happens again, Listener, you don't have to care that much. You know, follow the news vaguely. I, I am I would wager a guess outside of people I host podcasts with, the most plugged in NBA person out of people I know, right? Like that's what I'm kind of known as. I'm not digging through all these articles. I'm not listening to all these pods. If there's news, cool. If there's not, you know, watch Rohan break down some film on Twitter. Do something productive with your life. That's the only thing that's productive in life. But you just don't need to be so invested. I've seen people, oh, all this stuff was for nothing. Cost me nothing too. No investment. Go outside even. Read a book. Take a walk or something. Read Giannis, The Improbable Rise of an NBA MVP by Mirren Feta. Touch grass. Touch the Giannis book, then grass. Do both. Or or touch grass while reading the book. Yeah. Yeah, take it like a stroll to the park or something. If you're in Milwaukee, go to Veterans Park. It's a beautiful time. To, uh, Oak Creek Meyer parking lot. That's not grass. It's probably some trees out there somewhere. <laughs> so Creek, yeah, it's there's called Oak there. Creek. Uh, it has uh, to be. Uh, trees aren't grass. What, what do you think a tree well, grows yeah, what in? Do they trees planted in concrete. You put them in mulch. Yeah, they they, they just yeah, have a huge field of mulch at the Oak Creek Meyer with trees sticking out of it. What's a man? 
It's like Caleb and Elden Ring. Just dead and then trees. That is a lost reference. Yeah, someone will get it. But. Okay, let's, oh, Rohan, Let, let's, let's wrap this play up. Play the music. Uh, <laughs> uh, thank you for listening to this episode. Thank you, Numak, for making your Eurostep debut. Absolutely. Uh, make, sh- make sure you listen to Talk of the Tundra, GSPN's Green Bay Packers podcast. I almost said Milwaukee Bucks uh, podcast. Green Bay Packers listen, podcast. Listen to the Bucks one, too, please. Yeah. <laughs> make sure you subscribe to all the feeds. You can see that all on gspn.info. That's where you get access to all the feeds, our Substack, or YouTube, whatever, whatever you want. You can find gspn related on gspn.info our storage that's there too so you can get the best merch in the game uh make sure you're subscribed wherever wherever you're listening to this make sure you leave a five-star rating and review on your podcast platform of choice uh pod random and we will talk to you next time whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.